Let's pray together. To believe is to obey. To obey is to believe. Lord, we come before you today with humility. And we say to you, God, that all of life comes down to just one thing. And that one thing is that's to know you, Jesus, and to make you known. Heavenly Father, thank you for this relationship. Thank you for the hope that is found in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the cross today. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our trespasses. Forgive us, God, of our rebellion. Forgive us of our pride. Forgive us, God, of our arrogance. We turn before you right now with humility. Here we are on our knees, seeking your face, asking for mercy, understanding the costly grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, God, as you transition now to the message, Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts, including my heart, all those who are listening here today, Lord, may be pleasing in your sight, O God. For, Lord, you are our rock and our redeemer our Savior, our Messiah, our King, and our Lord. We give you all the glory, all the honor. May the name of the Lord be praised. Pray all these things. In your precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. God's people pray. Amen. And amen. The main scripture for today is found in Matthew chapter 4, verse 20, where it says, At once they left their nets and followed him. Today's title is called To Believe is to Obey. To Obey is to Believe. I'm going to say it one more time. To believe is to obey, and to obey is to believe. I want to give you a little bit to be able to absorb that title. You cannot have one without the other. Let me begin with this quote. The quote says, Only he who believes is obedient, and only he who is obedient believes. I'll say it again. Only he who believes is obedient, and only he who is obedient believes. Meaning, only the obedient believes, and only the believer obeys. To take only first half of this quote equals damnation and equals cheap grace. Many Christians who are here today, especially in this generation, this truth has not been more true than ever before. We only stick to the first section where it says, only he who believes is obedient. But may we not forget the second part. And this is what completes it. Only he who is obedient believes. Amen. And amen. You cannot have one without the other. So quickly, let's go over our main points. Point number one is this. First step, we need to act. Act. Take action. The first part of the quote where it says, only he who believes is obedient. Everything depends on the first step that first step of action just like when Jesus called the disciples come and follow me what is your answer will your answer be like the young rich ruler 
trying to perfect the laws with legalism. Looking good on the outside, but inside your heart is dry and Christ is not the center of your life. Will you follow Christ when Christ says, follow me? What will your answer be? Because it says, only he who believes is obedient, meaning first step is to act. This first step is the most important. And this first step is accessible, is available to every single human being here on this earth. Do you understand that? We can be in Philippines, in the Philippines. We can be in Indonesia. We can be in Iraq or in Afghanistan. Where the majority of the religion is not Christians. Where majority are non-Christians. This applies to every human being and applies to every individual who are born on this earth. That first step, that first step is what? To act. All of us who are here today, no matter what you're going through, you're capable of taking this first step. All of us were capable of taking this first step, even to the worst of sinners. For innately, we're all created in the image of God and in the breath of God. The Bible says this. Let's all turn to Genesis 2. Verse 7, it says, For the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the what? The breath of life. And the man became a living being. All of us, every human being on this earth, we've been created by the breath of God. His breath is in the core of every human being. And because his breath is within us, we are called to act like the prodigal son, like the prisoner next to Jesus on the cross. The prodigal son in Luke 15 says, Jesus tells a story where he gets up. He says he got up and went to his father. Why? Because he belonged to his father. Because innately, he was created in the image of God. Innately, he had the breath of God living in him. For those who choose to live away from God, that is not the path, that is not the life that God has called you to live. For those who are far away from God, for those who are living in rebellion here today, listen to me carefully. You are called, you are innately called by God. You are called to go back to your Father. You are called to know the Father. You are called to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Not just to know Him, but to be known by Him, to know your Maker. Luke 23, with the prisoner next to Jesus on the cross, it says, There was a written notice above Him which read, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus... He says, Jesus, remember me. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Many of us think that we're here today because we are good. Because somehow, if only I do good things, then God loves me and he cares for me. But that is not the case. 
You could be in the worst of situations. You could be the worst of sinners. You could be in a hopeless situation. But as long as you act and as long as you get up now, today, right now, there is hope. Jesus, today you'll be with me in paradise. Today, not tomorrow, but today. But you need to turn to him. You need to act. And you need to go. Bonhoeffer says this, this first step must be regarded to start with as an external work which affects the change from one existence to another. It is a step within everybody's capacity for it lies within the limits of human freedom. It is an act within the sphere of the natural law and in that sphere, man is free. Meaning in your freedom today, I urge you, will you act? Will you run to God and be obedient to Him? Every human being has the capacity, has the opportunity to turn to our Maker. In the Gospels, the very first step a man must take is an act which radically affects his whole existence. That first step, transitioning from old, the old Ronnie, to the new Ronnie. From the old Arlene to the new Arlene, we must make that first step. When Jesus says, follow me, we must say, yes, Lord, I run to you in faith. Why? Point number one, first step, act four, letter A, B, C. Let's start with A. Christ calls you. B, Christ enables you. C, Christ loves you. For because of these three reasons, I, as a man, I, as a woman, you must be able to say to yourself, I am able to forsake everything. I am able to leave everything behind for the sake of following Christ. The man who disobeys cannot believe, for only he who obeys can believe. So what is point number one? First step is act. Take that action. Why? For Christ calls you. Christ enables you. See, Christ loves you. Point number two. If you do not act, you are doomed. You're doomed. You're doomed for all of eternity. The second part of the quote says, only he who is obedient believes. With meaning, each act of disobedience, listen to me carefully, with each act of disobedience to God, the heart to follow, your heart to follow God, to follow Christ, it becomes harder and harder. With each act of disobedience, the awareness to listen grows fainter and fainter. Meaning church, church, are you listening? Is the message today falling on deaf ears? Are you listening to what God is saying to you to hear today? Is it falling on deaf ears today? Do not be distracted with anything else, but are you listening? 
only who is obedient believes. Many come to a conclusion, they say this, and I see this with my friends, I see this with younger generation, I see this with the older generation, people I grew up in church with, they say this, they say, I have lost faith. I cannot get anything out of this service. I cannot get anything out of this worship. And your heart has become hardened and cold. Which brings about an unending cycle of disobedience. It brings about an unending cycle of excuses. When we say things like, I have lost faith, I cannot get anything out of this service. That kind of attitude, that kind of statement, it brings about an unending cycle of disobedience. It brings about an unending cycle of excuses. And the reality is this, that is the state of our church here today in this generation. Meaning pastors, for pastors who are listening, you must do your part. You must do your part. You must do your job in teaching the sheep, teaching the congregation to wake up. The pastor must be able to say to the congregant, and if you don't have a pastor that will say this to you, that you're not in the right church. The pastor must say to the congregation, they must say, you have lost your way because you are disobedient to God. Again, going back to the quote, only who is obedient believes. Only he who is obedient believes, meaning you have lost your way because you have been disobedient to God from the smallest details of your life. And if the pastor doesn't fix this behavior quick, that congregant, that individual, that sheep, their heart will become hardened more and more and more each and every single day. And here's what I'm going to say to you. If you're here today and you feel like you're far away from God and you cannot hear the voice of God, here is the reason. It's because you have been disobedient to God. Meaning, at the end of the day, you have no one to blame but yourself. You are at fault. It's your fault. Get rid of this victim mentality. Enough. No one can live this life for you. No one can make that decision for you. No one else can take you and make you take that first step, that step of faith. You cannot hear because you are willfully disobedient to Christ. Meaning, you need to letter A, stop blaming God. B, stop blaming others. C, stop blaming circumstances. D, snap back to reality and make an absolute decision. E, decide whether you are for God or not for God. You need to decide here today, right now. I pray that you will not become like the rich young ruler in Matthew 19. Where he is not able to give up his everything. And he walks away sad. And Bonhoeffer says this about this man. He stands face to face with Jesus, the Son of God. It is the ultimate encounter. It is now only a question of yes or no, of obedience or disobedience. The answer is no. He went away sorrowful, disappointed, and deceived of his hopes, unable to wrench himself from his past. He had great possessions. Again, point one, first step, act. Two, if you do not act, you are doomed. And point number three, 
is our last point here this morning. Final step. Single-minded obedience. Single-minded obedience. Keep in mind, I'm not saying simple-minded obedience, but I'm talking about a single-minded obedience. You may say, oh, I don't know how to obey. I don't know what it means to have a single-minded obedience. I'll give you the answer. Having a single-minded obedience is this, letter A, run towards Christ's call. B, rely on Christ's word. C, cling to Christ's promise. D, trust in Christ's provision. E, submit to Christ alone. Submit to Christ and to Christ alone. I want us to sing this song. If you have the words, let's put it up there. If you could sing with me together here.
To believe is to obey. To obey is to believe. Only who believes is obedient. And only who is obedient believes. First step, you have to act. Take that first step of faith. And it is the most important step. And every human being, you're capable of taking that first step. For those who are listening here today, you may feel like you have fallen so far away from God and you feel and you know that you are like the prodigal son, hopeless beyond hopeless. But remember this, child, remember this, man and woman of God, that when you turn to Christ, that there is always hope, that it is innately within you, in you, to know your maker, to know your creator. And your creator is calling you here today to run to him. Come to me, child. Run after me, for I love you and I care for you. Remember this. Christ calls you. Christ enables you. And Christ loves you. And because he loves you, and because he calls you, and because he enables you, we're able to get up and run to our Father. Just like the criminal on the cross, we must say to him, Jesus, remember me. Jesus, don't forget about me. Jesus, forgive me. I need you here today. I need you today more than yesterday. Right now, I need you. And then you will hear the words of him, the one who loves us and the one who died for us, the one who enables us. He will say to you today, truly I tell you, today, 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 you are with me. First step is act. And second, if you do not act, you are doomed. You are doomed for all of eternity. Get out of this victim mentality. The fact that your heart has been hardened here today, you cannot blame anyone but yourself. You must stop blaming God. You must stop blaming others. You must stop blaming circumstances. You must right now snap back to reality right now and make an absolute decision. And what is the absolute decision? It is one or the other. Are you listening? It is one or the other. There is no in-between. Decide today whether you are for God or not for God. You cannot be in the middle. You cannot stay in the middle. You cannot be lukewarm. Decide today where you stand. Where do you stand? As for me, I know where I stand. God, I stand for you. Even though, God, I am so far away from you, I believe in the promise of God, that God, that Christ, you enable me, that Christ, God, you call me, that Christ, that you love me. And it is within that truth you must run towards God. Again, you must act. If you do not act, you are doomed. And lastly, point number three, the final step single-minded obedience single-minded not double triple but single one purpose one reason why i'm alive one reason one hope one life one life one chance single-minded lord for you and for you alone i live this life for you to honor you and to glorify the name of jesus christ run towards christ Rely on Christ. Cling to Christ. Trust in Christ. Submit to Christ.
may you be able to say today, may you be able to say to him today, all of life comes down to just one thing. And what is that one thing? That's to know you, oh Jesus, and to make you know. And all of life comes down to just one thing. And all of life, that's to know you, oh Jesus, and to make you know. And all of life comes down to just one thing. And that's to know you, oh Jesus, and all to make you know. Let's sing together. And all of life, and all of life comes down to just one thing. And that's to know you, oh Jesus, and make you know. Make that your prayer this morning.
God, we come to you today with humility. Just like the prodigal son and the criminal who hung next to you, God, on the cross. Lord, we are no different from these individuals in the character. For these were living beings, your children, whom you loved. And we too are your children. I too am a child of God that you love and that you have called. And God, because you love me and because you died for me and because you enable me, you have made a way for me to come to the holy of holies, the holy place, to be able to turn to you, not with the help, with the assistance of a humanly high priest, but Lord Jesus, you are our high priest. You are the one who makes a way for us to be able to turn to God and not be abolished, admonished, and be destroyed. Thank you, God, for saving us. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us from the wrath of God, for loving us, for taking our place, for being our mediator, God. Thank you that, God, all my sins are washed, that all my debt have been paid for. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. And in return, God, in return for this priceless salvation, I turn to you with obedience. I turn to you with a heart, a willing heart, to seek after you with humility. May we not forget today, only he who believes is obedient, and only he who is obedient believes. I believe, I believe in you, Jesus. Therefore, I am obedient to you. Jesus, I am obedient to you. Therefore, I believe in you. Thank you for the hope that I have that is found in Jesus Christ. May we be like Andrew and Peter, as it says in Matthew 4.20. At once they left their nets and followed him. At once they left their nets and followed him. At once they left their nets and followed him. Lord, we too will leave our everything and will follow you to the end of days. Thank you for this short message. Thank you for this time of prayer and worship. May we turn to you with humility and with thanksgiving. I seek your face here today. Jesus, we need you. Can we in the whispers of our hearts just quickly, can we just commit our hearts to him, declare our love and our loyalty to him? Even though he knows your heart, may we in our voices, in the whispers of our hearts, tell him here today, Let's tell Christ today, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I commit my heart to you once again. I give you my everything. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. For here in your house, it's here at your feet. 
Lord, I find embrace. I find a garland of grace. And you fill me with more. And I love to be in the house, in your house here today. Can we just pray to him in the whispers of our hearts this very morning? Let's pray together.
is the voice for here in the house. For here in your house, we find your embrace. You set on our hands a garland of grace. When we lift our hands, you fill us with warmth. We They left their nets and followed him. Heavenly Father, we make that first step of act, taking that first step of action. For Christ calls us, for Christ enables us, for Christ loves us. And realize today that if we do not act, that we are doomed for all of eternity. May we stop blaming God. May we stop blaming others. May we stop blaming circumstances. May we snap back to reality and make an absolute decision. The decision whether I am for God or I am not for God. And the final step, Lord, when we make that decision, when we have come to that conclusion that in this one life, God, I will live this life for God. May we, with that mindset, have a single-minded obedience, which is the final step. May we run towards Christ's call. May we rely on Christ's word. May we cling to Christ's promise. May we trust in Christ's provision. And may we submit to Christ alone. Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for the cross. We give you all the glory and all the honor. May the name of the Lord be praised. Pray all these things. Your precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. And God's people pray. Amen. And amen. amen.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. And now may the Lord turn his face towards you to give you peace. And may the God of peace, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip us with everything good for doing his work and his will. And may you continue to work within us what is pleasing to him. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And as God's people we pray, amen and amen.